Hey, I'm Melies, the Story Collector, and this is The Courage 1000 Project, the show where we share personal stories of inner courage from all around the world to inspire you to find your own. In today's episode, we're talking with the amazing Shane, and we're getting really deep into purpose. So Shane particularly has led a very contrasting life, so his story is a wonderful one to get into. Now, a bit about Shane before we get started. He's a two times best-selling author, a mentor, keynote speaker, healer, and spiritual teacher. He has a diploma in theology and is a fully initiated shaman and is all about helping people find their truth and fulfill and understand the reason and purpose that they have come here to fulfill. Shane is currently working on a documentary called Awakening, The Thirst Within, featuring spiritual leaders from throughout the world. So if you are a person who is struggling a bit with their finding their purpose or being in purpose in life right now, this is an episode not to miss. Okay, so the first question I always ask is why? Why do you want to share this story with everybody? Well, I think the important thing is we're in challenging times and we know that. And the norm, what was normal yesterday isn't normal today. Um, so I think everybody has a story within them. And if you haven't had to overcome something in your life, well, you probably don't really have a pulse. So I think um, one of the oldest traditions on the earth and in every culture is, is the art of storytelling. And, and you're doing an amazing job of bringing those stories out. And Thank you. Well, there's value in, in, a, in everybody's life. And this is why I don't understand why we shove old people in nursing homes and forget about them. I mean, the, the amazing depth of knowledge, wisdom that's just locked up in those places is phenomenal. So yeah. there's such value in, in the journey of a soul on this earth. There's such amazing value. And we negate that so often. So I guess every time you know, I've written a couple of books and um, you know, I do a lot of talks, and I guess all around that is really the story of life and how it unfolds. And I think that's really any business is always telling their story. If they're, if they're good at what they're doing from a marketing perspective, they're engaging with people and they're communicating their story. So there's power in somebody's story. And so why do I share what I share? It's to lift people up, help them see that no matter how how bad things may seem or may appear, there's always hope. I love it. I love it. And I think that's the key. When you find that element of courage, you see hope again. Mm. So yeah. where does your story start then? Where does it all begin for you? Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big question. <laughs> it's a huge question. I guess my story really starts, I mean, okay, starting at, Starting now and working backwards, I guess um, I had a I had a very successful career in television marketing and radio marketing, and I worked with um, one of the big or well, the biggest digital marketing company in Australia, in the Southern Hemisphere, actually. And I I had a very spiritual journey all of my life. I'm I have a diploma in theology. I was a pastor in mainstream Christianity. Um, I'm also a fully initiated shaman, and those two worlds are in complete opposition to each other, but that's it's all the story. It's a contradiction, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, or at least contrast, yeah. And um, so I guess that to, to put that into perspective, and, and now out of all of my life experiences, I mentor a lot of people and I, I do a lot of workshops and help people with their journey and finding their purpose and their, you know, and that's, 
it's used a lot, but helping people find their why. Because yeah. when you know why you're here, then you know your mission. Yes. So, and when you're, when you're on living on purpose and in purpose, um, life's really good. So I guess uh, to start at the beginning with that now said, um, my earliest memories are of being really connected to something bigger than just myself and something that was far and above and outside of what I was always told as normal. So I remember sitting in the garden and seeing the vibrancy of nature and, you know, when a butterfly flew past, it was like magic. And, And that's how I remember my earliest memories of life. And then being dragged into the, um, you know, the world of school and um, not ever fitting into that model. Uh, yeah. And I know I speak to a lot of, lot of successful people and very few of them ever fitted into that mould. Yeah. It was the old square peg in a round hole. Yeah. I was no different. I spent most of my schooling staring out the window wondering, what, what am I doing here? Yeah. Um, so... Um, then I got, obviously, I, I was always pursuing my spiritual interests and my passion for that knowledge, like, you know, why are we here? And there's got to be more than just this. And even at my, my earliest memories were always that. And I got um, hooked up in a group of uh, clairvoyants and mediums when I was around 13 years old, and they actually started to mentor me and, and guide wow. me in those things. That's yeah, it was pretty young to get started into it. That's amazing. It's very, very young. Anyway, my parents were separated. And my father lived in Brisbane and he found out about it and he was a born-again Christian. Oh. So, yeah, that didn't go down real well with him. And so he came and took me out of that um, situation, which was I was absolutely loving it, and he took me out of that. And uh, I was then indoctrinated into Christianity, whether I, I had a whether I wanted to or not kind of thing. Yeah. And then, um, you know, just over a year later, I thought I've got to get out of this. You know, I was 14 roughly and went back and my mum had converted to Christianity as well. Wow. Can you believe it? So I was a little bit trapped there and trying to sort of please everybody. Yeah. I, I embarked on that journey and into that world. I never, I never bought it. I never, it never sat comfortably with me, but, you know, I didn't want to let anyone down, so. Yeah, and we do give in to those parental pressures, don't we, at that age? Absolutely, and some people never grow out of that. Yes. Some people never find the power within them to say no to their parents. Yeah, which is scary. (laughs) Really scary, and it happens so often. Yeah. Yeah, so I pursued that path. I had a lot of pressure on me to um, become, you know, a pastor or in ministry or whatever term you want. And yeah. I, I did I, I did that through the Assemblies of God. I became a pastor and um, yeah. I did my theo- theological studies and got my diploma in that, which I burned, by the way. I eventually <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. burned that diploma. Um so, yeah, that was my world. And then, um, you know, I had to one day, I woke up one day and thought, I cannot do this. This is so wrong. I want, this is not who I am. It's not where I'm meant to be. I need, I need to get back to that vibrancy of life where everything was amazing and wonderful and 
anyway, I did that over a period of years and it cost me pretty much everything. It cost me my marriage, my everything. So, you know, sometimes there's a great cost in being who you are and who you're meant to be and where you're meant to be. And that's and just really shaking away everything that's no longer in alignment with you. It's releasing yeah. the lies that you've built your life on. Correct. And that, that can be very painful. It can be very difficult. Um, but when you're in the flow, when you're where you're meant to be and living on purpose and in purpose, and it's, there's nothing like it. There's nothing that can substitute that. And um, so, yeah, I left that world, went into the business world, built successful businesses with my philosophies around spirituality and what I thought, um, sold those businesses. Um, and how I built my businesses was through really communicating with people, whether that be through marketing or whether that be through the teams I built within my businesses. And um, so I sold those businesses and went into, I really liked marketing. I built my businesses through marketing. And so I went and worked in television um, for marketing. Had a very successful career. And then probably uh, three and a half years ago now, I just, uh, oh, actually in the middle of that, I went and worked in the funeral industry too because that was something I wanted to really do. Uh, one of my clients said, we really want you in our business. And um, so I gave them a 12-month commitment and I learned so much yeah. from that experience. Well, that's the um, contrast between one to the other. I missed the contrast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing that, yes. <laughs> See, life's a journey. Life's an adventure. And this is why, you know, we're living in some really testing times at the moment for a lot of people. But my message to everybody is change is the only constant and if you can embrace change and not be afraid of it it will serve you well as long as you are positioned on purpose and in purpose if you're if you're living in that place um the universe for one of a better term um that which is or in my book i refer to it as that which cannot be named because we can't put names on these things yeah. the things that influence us through our journey are there to serve us, not to punish us. Yes. So when you're living in that space and in that place, um, change is good. Change will educate you. It will, it will elevate you and um, it will serve you really well. So my message to everyone at the moment, there's a lot of fear out there. Fear is damaging. Now, if you are afraid, I get why people are afraid, but if you can centre back in on why you're here and understand that and understand that there are bigger things at play here than what you just see with your own eyes, um, life's good. Yeah. And I've been self-isolating now for <laughs> well over a decade. I think it's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> All us so, like it, don't we? Nothing's really changed yeah. for us. <laughs> That's correct. I'm like, this is just normal. <laughs> yep. um, so, yeah, then I, I left um, my career in television with no business plan um, other than I needed to write a book on marketing. Uh, I thought, well, if, I, if I write a book on marketing, because that's really what I know, and what I know about marketing is you, you communicate and engage with people, you treat people with respect, and, and you throw a few business fundamentals in there, and um, really I'll write my book around that. So I wrote a book called Heart Marketing, which became a number one best-selling book on Amazon. Congratulations. 
Yeah, thank you. And then that that whole my business grew out of that mindset, and my strategies and philosophies were all about um, well, who do you really want to talk to? Let's you know, because coming from the media, the media is they say they're targeted, but they're really not. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean they've got one product. And if it's television, it's television. If it's radio, it's radio. And if it's, you know, newspaper, it's newspaper. Yeah. Um, whereas I could come from a universal perspective and say, well, here's the universe of all possibilities. Who do you want to talk to and how do you want to do it? And so that, that became like my business grew very quickly and very successfully in a very short time. Within, within two months of leaving my previous employer um, three and a half years ago, I, my business was, I, I was at capacity. Wow. And I've been at capacity up until uh, uh, four days ago <laughs> when, when, when the shift hit the fan. So, um, yeah, and then in, in all of that too, uh, my spiritual work has always been there in the background, always. I've always been doing what I do yeah. from that mentoring perspective. And so my mentoring business has grown. I also wrote a book on spirituality called Thirsty and it also became a best a number one bestseller on Amazon um, yeah so look the journey's been really amazing and I think why it's been amazing is I'm always focused on my purpose yeah and I'm always believing and knowing that we live in an energetic universe and I think we can replace the word spiritual with energetic because spiritual has all these things attached to it Yes. But if we want to use the word energetic, we live in an energetic universe. Um, so when you understand that and when you embrace that, nothing's impossible. There is nothing you can't manifest providing you um, understand the process and the principles. I like that. I like that. Because everything does really come down to those core elements of magnetism and electricity. And once you understand that, then it doesn't really matter about anything else. It's one or the other. Yeah, well, you know, even in, in science and, when, and the excited, see why I love this time to be alive, apart from we are seeing shifts happen from, you know, power structures are moving and changing and what was normal isn't normal, which means uh, no matter how bad things look, um, we have to know that we're moving into a better place and a better space. Things are being challenged. The job you hate anyway, or the job, you know, the job that people hate, um, it's going to change. And, and let's hope that what's going on right now is positioning everybody to change for the better. You know, work environments are shifting. People might just keep working from home because they're more productive um, and life's just better that way. Yeah, uh, I like that. Yeah, so it's, it's interesting. It is, it is. Now, with your journey, where mm. do you think the pinnacle of courage was for you? <laughs> <laughs> You've got so many different contrasts. There's quite a few in there, but I'm curious to hear from you. What do you feel was the biggest point of courage? That's a really interesting question. And, you know, I'm going to have to say that, you know, you've heard... Uh, my mind's gone a little bit blank, but there's that saying about don't die with the, the music still in you or the song still within you, you know. Yeah. I think for me it was like I wanted to be true to who I was and who I knew I was and I didn't want to leave this earth knowing that I completely aborted my mission. Mm. 
You know? yeah. So for me, it was about um, not about being uncomfortable because to do what I did and to to embrace the changes that I needed to embrace, it meant I was potentially going to lose everything that I'd spent my life building. Yeah. Um, which I technically did. So it didn't come down to a thing about, oh, I'm scared. It, the motivating thing for me was I don't want to not be true to myself and I don't want to get to the end of this journey with failed stamped on my mission card. Yeah. Really. Then it was the fear of not being true to yourself. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's it. That, yep, you've nailed it there. That's it. Um, because, you know, I, I remember when I was a funeral director, you know, I don't know how many, you know, I would hate to think how many times I was, because I was the last person in many cases to see the face of the person. And this is a bit graphic, but you know what? It's real. Yeah. This is the world we live in. Um, I was often the last person to see that face laying there in the coffin before the lid went on. Yeah. And I would look into those faces and ask myself how many unfulfilled dreams are going with this person today you know you know how many how many lost hopes and regrets and are going into this coffin and you know into the ground or into the cremator you know today i don't don't want to be the person it was a real call for you that they're done they're, they're gone they've lost things Am I going to make those same choices? Mm. And I, and this is, you know, change is really good. And when you are living on purpose and in the flow, life, will, the universe will open opportunities and doors for you. And there was no way I was going to ever become a funeral director, even though I'd actually thought about it back in my 20s. Yeah. Uh, there I was in my 40s and I was a funeral director. And um, I did it for a year and I was placed there for a purpose. And I went there thinking I could make a difference and, and, you know, really use my spiritual perspective to help and and comfort these people. I didn't do any of that because all they wanted, all they really wanted was their loved ones back. Mm. And I couldn't do that. But I was there to learn. I was there to learn all of those things. And I think what I learned in that one year would have probably taken me 10 years to learn anywhere else it's interesting Mm. how you you kind of go on these little journeys within your life and you go it feels like you've gone off track but then you learn so much that when you come back on track you've got like a lifetime of knowledge to apply well i think see unfortunately we lock ourselves into these concepts about being on track and you know having a career well i I think those limitations are gone now and you know i I certainly don't fear the future and i certainly don't fear what's been happening in the world Um, i fear i guess i'm concerned for people and how they're responding because my phone has not stopped ringing you know i've i've had some really deep serious conversations with people who are really in a bad space And, you know, just reminding them that, well, this will pass and take your focus off your money and what you think is important and what you think is going to put you under and focus your attention on your family and the, thing, and the things and the people that you truly love. Yes. And your, your depression will soon pass. Yeah. 
your anxieties will shift. Yeah, you'll still have concerns, but uh, what's going to get you through this are the people around you, as long as you stand 1.5 metres from them. (laughs) 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 Oh, I love that. Um, So the final question I always ask is how do you define courage? It's a big one, but I've had some very interesting answers, so I love this question. Yeah. We all deal with... Um, see, courage is that beautiful thing that, you know, courage is that thing that helps us rise up and be who we're truly meant to be. And, you know, for some people, an act of courage can just be getting up of a morning. Yeah. Um, you know, so from, for me, courage is completely different actually I'm, I, I don't think much about coverage that, sorry courage to be honest um, but it, it's so many it's different things to different people and and I think again you know it's easy to beat up people who suffer from anxiety but we haven't walked in their shoes we don't know what is underlying there and so courage is really having having the strength to just be and you know i get a lot of questions around what should i do how do i find my purpose and you know the best place to find your courage is to simply be because when you simply be you can then understand and then when you start to understand and begin to see the wires within your life um then you can start to see your purpose through understanding and then from understanding you can arrive at a position where you can then see your your purpose and your purpose then leads you to your mission. So it all starts with just simply being. It's, um, you know, I heard somebody say once that um, Jesus came, you know, 2,000 years ago to make complicated things simple and we've been trying to complicate them ever since. And in the Buddhist faith, it's simply about being looking within, being still. So if you want to find your courage, look within. Do you feel you are destined to make an impact in this world, but are struggling to find the courage to share your story? Jump over to mellies.com.au for free training, presentations and videos, or simply stay tuned for the next episode of The Courage 1000 Project.